Good morning. Thank you for being patient with me in these episodes. And honestly, like, I just evolve, man. Like, I'm just a human being on a journey. You know, it's not about the destination. It's 100% about the journey and enjoying the ride along the way. And everything that I'm trying to do and everything that I'm trying to put together, I have to be patient for And I appreciate your patience in this as well, but uh, at the end of the day, I have to be patient for it because I know that there's a lot that has to happen within my life in order for everything to align. But I can see the synchronicities happening within my life that are taking me to the destination that I want to achieve. So I enjoy the journey. I'm not constantly thinking about the future or worrying about the things I haven't done in the past. I think that's important to share for you to understand that along your journey as well. Like that's probably the most important place to be is in the present moment and just witnessing everything for what it is. It's happening for you, you know, not to you. There's no blame or victim mentality to myself and there's no regret and there's no guilt in anything that I haven't achieved or I haven't done because I know I'm right where I'm meant to be. And a lot of people think that they are not where they're meant to be but it's of their own choosing as to where they are. So there's really nothing to blame as to why you're not where you want to be. The place that you are in the present moment is what you're meant to learn. So appreciate that and take a look at that and value that for what it is. And I I think that that's really important to adopt into your everyday understanding of life because it removes so much of anxiety from your life. People have so much anxiety wanting to be somewhere they're not. And, you know, I think it's just important to flow and and enjoy the journey. And when things happen for you along the road that you feel like, why is this happening to me? Just look at it as, as education. Like, what is it there to teach you? I think that's really important for people to understand that that's where they are. I just got back from Mexico. I was in Mexico for two weeks and it was like any travel destination magical it it was amazing there was so many moments and so many things that taught me so much about life and one of the main things that I learned again about traveling another place other than North America is community you know you go to these countries with less but you find more and and certainly from a financial perspective there's less but it's what they do with what they make that's really kind of valuable you know they, they don't stress as much as we do there's a, an alleviation of pressure in these kind of places. Like sure, there's still, you know, hardships through financial deficits. Absolutely. Like everywhere in the world, there's the haves and the have nots for sure. And in places that have less, there's far more that don't have as much as the people that do have. But yet they have this other thing, this beautiful thing, this, this community, you know, a collection of individuals that come together to work together, to try and fulfill the things that they do not have together. And I think that that is just so magical. It's so cool. It's so beautiful to see people that don't even know each other come together. Well, they do know each other because they built a community. But for us, as me witnessing it, it's like, wow, all of these individuals, a collection of humans have come together to make sure that everyone has at least what they need. And that's really important. I mean, in America right now, we are moving in a direction that has us have less and less and less every year, every month. I mean, the taxes are getting higher and higher and the basic needs of life are becoming outrageously overpriced. And I think that that's something to witness because 
something we don't really have up here in America is a community. You know, you have to build one or you really have to look to find one because people are so divided up here. You know, we're so segregated. I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, and to say hello to somebody in the morning, sometimes they look at you like, you know, you've just spoken another language to them and you've said hello and good morning. Like that basic human interaction to just see another human in the morning or at any point in the day is becoming something that is foreign to us. And that's crazy because we're teaching that to the children. We're teaching that it's okay to pass by other people and not acknowledge them as human beings. And I mean, to see somebody at some point in the day and just just offer some sort of salutation is just to see somebody. And we have no idea how far that can go in somebody's life. You know, I'll, I'll tell people, like, I don't even know. Like, it's nice to see you. And, and they'll look back at me and say, thank you. You know, it's nice to be seen. And it, it, that sits with you. You know, you see something so beautiful and powerful within that. It's like, wow, that took nothing for me to do that. All I had to do was see somebody, be kind, you know, see one of my brothers and sisters as one of my brothers and sisters, break down these ideologies of the haves and the have-nots, or you're different from me based on religion, culture, color, language. You know, that kind of stuff is is just something we've been taught and it's up to you to go within yourself and create a community based on what you feel is something you want to be a part of and for me i want to be a part of a human race i want to be a part of a family that sees a species come together nowhere in nature do species not come together you know they work together to grow to make sure the species survives right that's how it works but in this current state of society we are not working together we're working against each other or we're being led to believe that we need to be against each other but that's just a concept right the only thing that gives that validity is us so if we give that attention those ideas those learned behaviors that people are different from us based on color language you know financial gain entitlement status whatever it may be well then sure those things are going to grow into something but if we don't see that as anything other than an idea that somebody has told us we have to do, we can break down those ideologies. And I think that that's very important to understand your power. Like the power of community is built and grown based on how we give it attention. Coming together happens as a collective. And, you know, I want you to know that because people are seeking, like we are constantly seeking this thing, whether it's conscious or subconscious. And that thing that we seek is connection. That is what we're here to do. We're here to connect with our brothers and sisters and grow and evolve into love. Right now, we are living in a concept of fear. You know, many people are, are afraid right from the beginning of life because of finance or because of death. These are the two biggest fears on the planet. And the third is the unknown, the fear of the unknown. We, we've been led to believe that we have to have it all figured out because if we just let go, and we flow with life that it's never going to work out but i'll tell you i live my life as an example of doing everything society tells you not to do and i live a magical life like i live such a beautiful life i take calculated risks in life because i believe in myself and i trust in myself and i learn things when i don't know them and that's very important school will teach you how to be an employee It'll teach you one thing that you'll do for the rest of your life and you'll learn very little about other aspects of it unless you push yourself to do other aspects of what you're actually doing for work. But what you do for love instills passion and inspiration. And this grows something inside of you that has you desire 
to learn more and take in information and find teachers outside of education systems that can teach you more about life or what you want to know to support this thing called love. And love will value and give you value far more than a paycheck. You know, this is the thing that we seek. Love. Love is so organic to us, but somehow it's become so foreign you know, because we don't give it enough attention and we don't talk about it. We're not taught how to talk about feelings in school. My little neighbor kid up the street told me this morning, I said, you going back to school? He's like, yep. I'm like, oh no. He's like, I know I hate school. Like an eight-year-old, you know, an eight-year-old hates school because he's bored, because he doesn't like the way the information has to sit with him. So these are things that we need to become aware of because the youth is growing up the same way we did because school for me was very boring. I, I, I figured it out at a very young age that it was a bunch of useless information that I wouldn't use and it was a bit of a waste of time. You know, I could have been doing something so much more with my time. I did very well in school, but it was really boring, you know, and I, I wanted to be somewhere else and I had other things going inside of me like the emotional traumas that I wasn't able to process so I attached to doing drugs. You know, and then the drugs made me feel comfortable within my ability to not feel about the things that I didn't want to feel about. So that sort of became my education in life. I, I took a different route and I learned a bunch of difficult lessons along the way, but I was still in school. But earth school or school in the real world can teach you a lot more than, than the education system. Now, I'm not advocating for that by any means because the lessons are extremely difficult, but it was one of my own choosing. You know, so I chose these things and, I, and what I took from it was an immense amount of psychology because I, I learned um, through people, you know, and people became my greatest teachers and myself, you know, the things that I was going through in life, I, I was able to learn from. Now, uh, in drug addiction, there is definitely a community of individuals. It's a community of like-minded individuals. Now, we've been led to believe that there's, you know, so much violence and aggression and, and mental health within drug addicted communities, which there is, I'm not going to lie. But the thing that they don't talk about is the human aspect of a community of addicts that are, are or homeless people or, or people in a state of homelessness that have come together. And I think that that's a really important thing to talk about because it's not all bad because humans are humans. You know, we don't know what the individual has gone through to arrive at that place. Because when you see somebody who's an addiction, and, and I want to remind you, 80% of homes today have mental health or addiction within them. So it's very common. So this isn't a subject that is taboo to talk about these days because, you know, it's it's so far from home or it's on the other side of the tracks. It isn't. It's it, Addiction and mental health doesn't care about money. It doesn't care about status. It doesn't care about entitlement because it's a feeling on the inside or an unprocessed feeling which has a human attached to a distraction, which is addiction. So become aware of that you know it's it's not less or more than anything it just is it's it's a reality that we all feel and we don't talk about how we feel so some people who don't know how to process this they attach to things that will help them not feel and not talk about it which is addiction so in these places I found many like-minded individuals that were just like me for sure some had different experiences and journeys along the way that had led them to become violent that had led them to become angry and that had taught them that that was acceptable because the experience that they grew up in, that was very normal for them to have violence and aggression and intimidation a part of their life. Or they were in survival mode 
where they had to adopt these behaviors as a common practice of life because that's what they had to do to survive. So now, is it acceptable? No, it's not acceptable. But does the human know anything else? It doesn't. So it's normal to them. You know, and I think that that's something to become aware of because we're led to believe that these places are all violent and, and filled with aggression and intimidation, and they're not. You know, I was a part of it for 23 years. And yes, I had some very difficult times within these places, but it was a community of individuals and not everyone was bad. You know, and if you take a look at everyday common society, I mean, we have bad apples in, in everyday common society and they do things that aren't, you know, beneficial to their brothers and sisters around them and they're free from addiction or they're addicted to money and they hurt people because of the addiction to money. Because let's be real, that is also an addiction as well, an addiction to power an addiction to control, an addiction to greed. These are addictions because you adopt these as principles of life and this is what you pursue every day as, as a part of your goal or your obsession in life. So yeah, like communities, man, they're, they're everywhere. They just look different, you know? They look different for everyone. You know, you can find it in school too. I mean, let's talk about the communities within school. Where I grew up uh, in Ontario, Canada, it, it, it's the same for every school in the world. You've got some of the kids that attach to certain genres of music. And for us, they were called goth kids. So those are the kids that listen to metal or those are the kids that were dressing all in black and wearing makeup and, and putting their hair in, in different dark ways because that was a, a, a form of self-expression. And they saw other kids that were doing that as well. So they knew that they had common like-minded interests. So they attached to each other and they came together and they formed a community. And me personally, I, I grew up uh, skateboarding and, and things like this, but I was a part of every group. I, I knew everybody in every group. And I love that because I, I really got to know everyone and it was it was really cool. I've always been that way, you know. I didn't really judge anyone based on how they looked or, or um, you know, their status or what they were going through. It, it was more about a connection for me. And, I, and I'm very grateful for that. You know, we have skateboard kids. We have the popular kids. We have the kids that are into technology. We have all of these little communities of individuals that come together because of a like-minded interest. But the, the community that I speak to, that I know that we all seek, is the community of love and connection because that is what humans are. But we've been filled with all these ideas and all these learned behaviors from a very select group of individuals. So we don't have many perspectives to allow ourselves to see things from many different angles because we're brought up in homes with two parents or one parent and, you know, aunts and uncles or whatever it may be with just a few ideologies when the community is the human beings, a part of the human race out in the world. So to break down that ideology and to see your brothers and sisters as something more, it's how we can learn from each other and we can grow as a collective. That's how important that is. So, you know, to take away labels and is basically what I'm talking about, you know, but to see, we use labels as a form to communicate, which is why we can say the goth kids or the skateboard kids or the popular kids, you know, we have a way to communicate with other individuals about what we want to talk about and what, we, what we're seeing in society. But at the end of the day, we're just human beings, part of the human race. But it's a way for us to associate and build off of that and see where we can do things differently and come together. And I'll tell you, like, not being a part of any specific group and having friends inside of all of the groups, I think is really what shaped me to be, to have so much perspective 
and and to be open to hearing from other people and hearing other people's stories and what led them to look or be the way they are or self-express in the manner that they do it's important you know it's it's really important to hear other people and to want to be a part of something more you know i mean to close doors and not want to get information or hear from another individual based on some sort of judgment you're missing out you know you're missing out on something and who wants to miss out on anything you know it's not about money like we're not here <laughs> to work our whole life you know this idea of retirement it's crazy it's absolutely crazy to think that out of high school, you know, your best years, like 20 years old, you're going to work for 45 to 50 years for a corporation or a company or whatever it may be and give them the best years of your life for two weeks vacation a year and struggle the whole time only to really actually get to live when you're 65 or 70 and the body's broke down and wore down. You know, your mind's so filled with this programming of nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, like it's crazy. It's not what we're here to do. And I want you to understand that. So, you know, really the message of doing what you love and never working a day in your life is something that you need to go after. Take risks, you know, take calculated risks in your life to achieve that goal. Otherwise, you're going to be a cog in a wheel for a machine that is perpetuating money for people who do not need it and they do not care about the employees that they have. It's, it's just the way it is these days, you know? There's no loyalty anymore. Most places have taken away pensions. Most places have taken away benefits, insurance packages, you know? We're just so expendable these days. So I say take a chance on yourself, you know? Don't do what the system says to do. Don't do what the system says is correct to do. Figure that out on your own terms. I'm not saying it do it the way I did because the way I did it was very challenging but do it on your own terms arrive to conclusions and arrive to answers on your own terms question everything i talk about this in the earlier episodes you know like this is what i'm i'm, I'm trying to encourage you to do is to remember who you are remember your power remember what you have remember what you stand for because if you're kind if you're empathetic if you're honest and you're loyal to yourself and to those around you because you see your brothers and sisters as brothers and sisters, the world is going to open up for you, my friend. And it may not look like financial gain. And it doesn't have to. Because love and connection and being valued for who you are, not what you do, is far more important. And it's priceless. When people see you for you and not your bank account, come on. That's beautiful. It, it, it's truly beautiful to be and arrive in that place and time. So I just want to share that with you and, and you know, just, just thoughts, right? I just free flow like with these podcasts. I don't write anything down. I just kind of think about something and, and the way it makes me feel and I just share about that, you know, because I talk about the way I feel today. I talk about it because I look around, you know, and I, I've built a community around me and you know how I've built a community around me? By saying good morning to people and seeing them for who they are. That's how it all started. That's, that's how I, I, I'm in a neighborhood that is predominantly Asian in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. I think there's like three white people in, in my whole little subdivision, you know? And that's okay because I'm surrounded by human beings, a part of a human race. I don't see my neighborhood as filled with Asians. I see my neighborhood as being filled with people that were born and raised in a different part of the world than me. 
so they have something to teach me because they know something different than I do. They have information. Now, their ways of living may be different from mine. Of course, they were brought up in another part of the world in a different time. But that doesn't mean that I can't learn from them or take information from these individuals who I absolutely love today. And it all began because I started saying hello, good morning to everyone. And everyone would see me smile. And they, I, every time I even approached them after a while, they, they knew I was going to smile because it's just who I am, right? That's the way I inject love into the world. It's just with my smile because I, I, I feel a certain way. And when I feel that, I want to project that into the world around my brothers and sisters. And sometimes even when I'm not feeling it, I, I still put a smile on, you know, because I know that by smiling, I'm changing my vibrational frequency within myself. And it reminds me of what that smile is. So that's something that you can take with you on your journey as well. Some days when you're not feeling it, just go for a walk and just smile, you know, even if you're not feeling it, right? It just reminds you that you can smile because a lot of us are afraid these days. I mean, the kids, they're on anxiety medication at 13 years old, right? Kids on anxiety medication at 13 years old. Why are they unhappy to the point where they need to be medicated at 13 years old? I can tell you why. It's because they're not being seen and they don't have a community. They are talking less and less about how they feel earlier and earlier in their stages of life. And if we take a look at our lives as adults or wherever you are on your journey and you look at the things that hold you back, it all leads back to your childhood to those first seven to 10 years of emotional traumas. And an emotional trauma doesn't have to be physical or sexual abuse. It can be neglect and abandonment, which is very common today. And why is that very common today? Because we are working more than we have ever worked in history because basic needs are out of control. And so when two individuals are trying to raise a family or more often than not these days, 70% of homes have divorces. So it's usually one parent you know, children are getting seen and heard less and less. And there's very little communication around a divorce as there's a lot of blame and victim mentality that happens within the adults. And then that's transmuted into the children, not in all cases, but in most. So we need to take a look at where we are in our point in time. And we need to remind ourselves of what we went through and what is holding us back so that we can share this with our children and help them evolve into something more at a much younger age and give them wonderful tools to help them alleviate themselves from the things that hold themselves back at a very young age. Because I mean, medication is not here to cure you. You know, it controls you. To put a child on depression medication at 13 or 14 years old, that child is doomed. It's going to think that the, the answers to life come through an avenue of pharmaceuticals. When really, it's just an ability to communicate about how we feel. Building trust, building respect, building a friendship, building a community with your family. You know, and then taking that into the world because we've learned something within our family and growing our family with our neighbors and with our community within the neighborhood that we live in. That's how we do this, you know. And maybe we don't have all the answers, so we can encourage our children to go out into the community and talk to other people. But that goes back to not being able to say hello or looking at saying hello and good morning is something that's foreign. So you can see the value in that, how important that is, because it teaches your children and it teaches you to seek answers externally from the community that you live in, in your home, if you don't have one. Yeah, it's important. It's super important. It's why I did this podcast today. And 
yeah, I just, I just want you to remind you, like, this is, this is the power we have, you know, this is what a human life is meant to do. It's, it's meant to teach. It's meant to guide and teachers and guides and, and education comes in, in many different forms than just school. You know, you got to remember that out in the world every day you can learn something. So when you do go to a job, right, it's not the job. It's the people that you work with, right? Because sure, we're going to do something throughout the day and they might give you money for it. Sure, whatever. It's a job. But find value in the people that you work with and try and build a community or try and understand people from a different perspective rather than get caught up in the politics of, of the office or the drama or whatever it may be. Detach from that. And start to look at things from a different angle and, and question maybe somebody's super quiet at work like what happened to them along their journey like what what has caused them to not be able to communicate or maybe they just see life differently and maybe they have something wonderful to share with you you know from a different perspective so you know say hello and good morning to the people that you work with that you don't normally say hello good morning to kind of learn about the people that you work with i mean you spend quite a bit of your time there anyways why not start there as a way to grow perspective from your brothers and sisters around you and and break free from these ideologies that you know like high school teaches you that you've got to be part of the cool club or the not so cool club because the people in the cool club don't want nothing to do with you break that down you know i did that from a very young age and i'm very grateful for that because you know human beings part of the human race it's it's a beautiful aspect of life and it's uh just a constant reminder that we need to instill within ourselves within our being and have our soul evolve into something so much more because you can't take your bank account with you and if you're trying to build up enough to leave an inheritance for those uh that that are are born from you or or, or that come from your family lineage let me tell you something like education from your human experience is far more valuable than money you know like teaching them these kind of philosophies in life and 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 what the education from connection and and love can do for them will will set them up for life and they won't ever have to worry about burning through a bunch of money and having nothing because they'll have something so much more that stays with them forever. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for being a part of this. Um, thank you just for being you. You know, doesn't matter what you look like. Doesn't matter what you do. Doesn't matter where you are on your journey. I, I appreciate you for being you. And I want you to know how special that is to be you. Just just who you are. Any any Anybody who's listening to this, you know, smile right now. Really, I mean it. Like, smile right now. Because you're so special. You're a unique individual that's part of a collective. And you bring something to this whole thing. This whole design of life. You, as your own person and the things you have gone through, have education to teach and share with someone else. Maybe the lessons were difficult. Maybe they were beautiful. But one way or another, somebody can learn from you. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what color you are. And it doesn't matter what language you speak or what culture you have or what religion. None of that matters. It just matters who you are, what you've been through. Never forget that. Never forget that you're important and that you're a piece of this entire puzzle. And the puzzle is not complete until we all come together. So I love you. I really do. I, I love each and every single one of you, man. Because you are my brothers and sisters and I see it that way. And we have so much to learn from each other and we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're on our way. You know, things look dark right now and we're living in a state of fear because it brings us closer together. And, and things like this help us learn from each other 
and, and grow together. So I appreciate you and I love you and I want you to wake up every day and remind yourself that you are a unique individual that is a puzzle piece in this entire puzzle and the puzzle is not complete until we all come together. So much love, you know? Um, my social media, tearing up a bit here. Because it's real, you know? Like that shit's real. It's just, you need to be reminded of that. And I, and I just, fuck, I just, I, I, yeah, I just, I'm really grateful today. I'm so grateful for everything, the difficulties, the beautiful aspects. I'm just, I'm so grateful every day for every minute just to be here and to be experiencing this. And I know it's hard, you know, I know it's hard and I've, I've traveled to places where it's even harder, you know, but there's uh, an ability to love and to connect. And we, we kind of look at our difficulties from a different angle. So for sure, get through it. You know what I'm saying? Um, my social media is real talk for an unreal world. That's the Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTube, and TikTok. And TikTok, I cut up the clips from the podcast episodes and I put them up, little one-minute clips to kind of help you throughout the day and uh, just something to check in on. I'm going to be traveling to Asia. I leave on Saturday, um, September 9th for Asia for a month. So I'm not going to be taking my equipment with me this time because I'm, I'm doing some motorcycle tours and I'm going with my dad which I'm pretty excited about because my dad and I are like best friends today, which for 34 years of my own, you know, I don't want to go back to my youth, but like we were never very close, you know, like uh, I say, I don't want to go back to my youth because as a child we were close. And then once I started getting into drugs, we became very distant. So for 23 years, we had a, a, an immense absence from each other. And uh, we have since reconnected since I was able to love myself and understand what love is and you know alleviate myself from my uh, emotional traumas that held me back and I, I see my dad as a teacher and i see my dad for who he is uh, an individual who's experiencing things on this planet and he's had things that held him back in life so i don't blame him and i don't play the victim anymore i just see my dad for who he is you know and we all have a story so i appreciate my dad and i appreciate his stories and i'm so grateful to be able to take him on this trip with me and uh, a couple of our friends and it's going to be a really great time. So um, I'm leaving on Saturday for that. So I'm going to try and do some like clips along the way. I'm going to chop this one up and, and uh, put that up for you. So when I get back, we're going to get real with this thing and just keep going, you know, just, just keep going, just keep moving forward and just keep loving life. Uh, my Twitter is real talk. The number four unreal. put up some quotes, some things I think about on there. Man, social media is hard for me. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> like it's so, so freaking hard for me. I just, I, I just, ugh, it's just so boring, you know, it is so boring to me, I, I, I struggle to spend, to get the clips up, I, I just, you know, some days I really do, I need to get better at it, because I know it's part of helping the evolution, uh, but public speaking is, is something that I'm really moving more towards uh, in the new year here, coming up, I find more connection, and I find more of an ability to plant seeds inside of people when they're right in front of me. And I love it so much more because that's human connection, right? So, but I do understand these tools and, and what they're here to do and help us to grow. So uh, I try my best at that. Um, the email is realtalk for an unreal world at gmail.com. And you can email me if you've got any questions or if you've got things that you experienced along your life that you got nobody to talk to, you, you can email me about that. I know a lot of things about emotional traumas and I can offer a perspective you know, to help you grow through it and see life as education. Because once you get out of the emotional repetitive cycle that you hold yourself in, you can be free to live in the present moment. You can let go of your past and you can do it. I mean, I, I had 23 years of craziness in my life 
um, and I alleviated myself from all of it. I don't have it all figured out, but I certainly know how to grow through and process things uh, on a day-to-day basis. And that's such a powerful gift and a powerful tool. And you have the same ability to do that. I don't ever want you to think that you don't because you do not need medication to help you do that because the medication will not help you do that. It puts you in a different state of consciousness. It changes the vibrational frequency within you and it makes it actually more difficult to connect to the human that you are because it changes you. So become aware of that. I'm not saying all medication is bad because I'm not a doctor. Um, but I feel like if doctors were really doing their job these days, they would be promoting um uh, emotional wellness, emotional education, far more before they issue you a bottle of Xanax or depression medication, which they do uh, quite frequently. So I think that's something that has to change within the system because we are not here to medicate. You know, we are here to evolve and medication will not help us evolve. It holds us back. And I think that that's fair to say because, uh, you know, they try to put me in so many medications. So medication is something I understand very well. You know, along a 23-year drug-addicted journey, they uh, they tell you that they have all the answers. And they certainly didn't. I, I found the answers within myself. And you can listen to the earlier episodes and it'll help you um, tell a little more of my story, right? So I love you. I uh, love you for listening to this. And thank you for being on this ride with me. Thank you for in- enjoying these episodes and, and taking something from them if you do. And even if it's not me, you know, that the things I say don't work, you know, or whatever, they, they're, they're not hitting for you, then please find somebody that does, you know, because there's many other people that talk this same way, but we all do it in our own way because we've all been through experiences that have us speak a certain way because we are all unique individuals, a part of a collective. So uh, seek that individual, seek more um, and, and just keep growing and, and remember that everything that you want in life is of your own desire. You can manifest and have whatever you would like to achieve in life because no one holds you back but you. So I love you. Thank you. I'll see you probably in a month.